This episode of IREM Today is brought to you by ARS Restoration, here when you need expert help with fire, flood, and water damage repair the most. To consult with ARS Restoration specialists, please call 401-722-9595 or visit them online at arsserve.com. The following paid program is furnished by the Institute of Real Estate Management, Rhode Island Chapter 88. It is for basic entertainment and informational purposes only and is solely responsible for its content. It does not necessarily reflect the views of Cumulus Media, its management, or its staff. This is IREM Today, the Property Management Show, with your hosts, Chrissy Dinalian and Rod Santagata on AM790 WPRV. Join them now for this live call-in show to discuss property management issues and hear from guests from all trades and programs discussing your real estate needs. Now, here's Chrissy and Rod. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to IREM Today, the Property Management Show here on AM790. Today is Tuesday, December 11, 2018. I'm Christy Danalian here in the studio today with my wonderful, fabulous, short-lived co-host, uh, <laughs> Rod Santagata. Hello. Welcome, Hello, everyone. Rod. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. Can we talk about your weekend? Sure. We can talk about my weekend. How was your weekend? My weekend was great. We, uh, we got our Christmas tree. Yes. Yes. We went out and uh, found a Christmas tree, strapped it to the roof of the car, brought it home, and it's not decorated yet. It's resting. It's resting. <laughs> it's resting. It's resting. Yes, it's resting. Well, and you then have what? To, you, yeah. have, you have to yeah, let the Yeah, for like a day, well, Rod. I don't know. I mean, get to that. Let's My Christmas Let me tell you something. When up. I was a kid, we didn't decorate the tree till Christmas Eve. I don't, I don't know anything about that. When I was a that. kid. Okay. Why? That was our tradition. Christmas Eve? And then yeah, what? You throw it in the we'd, street Christmas Day? <laughs> we'd, no, it would stay up and for, for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, Christmas Eve, we'd decorate the tree. We'd string the popcorn. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. a lot of fun. A lot hmm. of fun. Yeah, I mean, I had my Christmas tree up on the day after Thanksgiving, <laughs> so there's that. A little, little bit of a difference. Do but... you have a live tree or an artificial? No, so I used to get a live tree, and then it just started making a mess and it was just too much work to do by myself. Mm -hmm. And then I got rid of my Jeep, so I couldn't even fit it in my oh. new car. So yeah. I just sucked it up and uh, got a fake tree last year. Oh, but yeah, they're easier. It was, yeah, it's a little easier. I mean, it's still a pain to bring, lug up from the basement. Yeah. But Nuggy helps me sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Strap it to Nuggy's back and bring it up the stairs. <laughs> Nuggy's my dog, everybody. Um, yeah, it was actually, speaking of Nuggy, it was Nuggy's 10th birthday on wow. Sunday. Wow, happy birthday, Nuggy. So we had we had such a great time yeah. together. He's listening to us today, right? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Happy birthday, Nuggy. <laughs> I sound like a crazy person, but that's fine. Um, in case this is the first time you're tuning in, this show is not about my me and my dog or Rod and his trees. It's actually about Iram. Iram Today is your live local radio show here every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Now, Rod, we know that there's a lot of these syndicated programs on this radio station. However... We are not one of them. We are not. No. But we are fun. We are entertaining. But we're, we're just not syndicated. We're not syndicated, no. So what does that mean? It means we're live in the studio every Tuesday talking about all things property management. Yes, and if you'd like to ask Rod about his tree decorating or me about the 10th birthday of my dog or maybe property management. Did I, you have a cake for him? Could, no, I didn't make a cake this year, but my sister sometimes makes cakes for her dog. Oh, and, nice. Yeah. nice. No, we had hot dogs and chicken, and mm -hmm. yeah, it was a big thing. Presents yeah. were opened. 
He does open presents, though. He does. Honestly, he does. Yes. He like takes his paws in his mouth, and <laughs> it's really funny to watch. I should videotape him. But if you have any questions about this or how my dog opens presents, you can give me a call here. Be a rad to call in the studio at 401-437-5000 or 888-345-0790. Uh, if, in case this was the first time you were turning tuning in and you were wondering, what is IRAM? What is she saying? What is IRAM? Well, IRAM stands for the Institute of Real Estate Management, the most professional group in the world for managing real estate. Yes, locally we are the Greater Rhode Island chapter, um, and we, I mean, we look to try to better our people that are part of our uh, chapter. Um, if people are looking for a career in property management or maybe they're looking for something different, want some kind of training and education or even a designation so that way they can be recognized as a professional property manager. So we actually offer a couple different designations. Um, we offer the ARM, which what is that? That stands for the Accredited Residential Manager. And you're an arm. I'm an arm. And, and I'm you're, an arm. you're an arm. We both have, between the two of us, we have two arms. Yep. Lucky us. <laughs> Lucky us. Um, then we wonder why we only have one show left after this. Yes. It's probably these lame jokes. <laughs> um, and then there's the distinguished CPM designation or... Certified Property Manager. Yes, and that is pretty much equal to a degree from Brown University. You know what? Because this is second to last show. What are you going with? I think it's uh, maybe Oxford or, or... No, we're keeping it local, Rod. We have but Iron is international. But Rhode Island, we're Rhode Island chapter. So. Okay. All right. Plus, that was my mom's idea. So, Brown you know, University. you got to give credit to Nancy where credit's due. Okay. She'll get very upset if sorry. we start changing it to Oxford University. Sorry, or Chrissy's mom. I'm very Nancy. sorry. Nancy. Nancy. Yes. Uh, so, if somebody walks into your place of business and states, I'm a CPM, certified property manager, and I'm looking for work. Right away, you know that the person has been trained properly, professionally, and is backed by a code of ethics. That's right. If they didn't have that designation, they might not have that same opportunity like me. That's right. Right. Like, That's right. Right. That's right. Um, I actually celebrated, speaking of 10 years for Nuggie, 10 years at Pacern, I actually celebrated on Saturday. Oh, so Congratulations. Yes. So I guess I should start going for that CPM. Now, let me ask you something. Uh-oh. Now, when you started with Pacern, mm -hmm. did you... Think I would be there ten years? No, did you? <laughs> did you? Were you so happy that you got the job that you treated yourself to a new dog? No, I actually didn't get Nuggy till a year and three months later. Oh, yes, oh, okay, yes, he was he was a terror, but cracked him into shape. <laughs> he gets dropped off by my, you know, to dog. my parents every yeah. day, and they really whipped him into shape. They did, yeah, yeah. So you know. It's it's okay though. We celebrated ten years together. Excellent. Ten years of Pacern, ten Very years nice. of Nuggie's life. Yeah. But Well, Nuggie's older than ten years, isn't he? No, Nuggie's ten. Oh, he is ten. His birthday. Oh, well, was I know Sunday. you adopted him. I adopted oh, you him know, you know in March. Birthday. Yes, okay. March uh, after he was a year and three months. Real riveting stuff here, right? It is, it <laughs> it's is. Real riveting stuff. <laughs> Um, so with the CPM designation or the ARM designation, uh, we actually offer a scholarship program. It's here to help you. You can go right on our website, iramri.org, and uh, register for the uh, scholarship. You actually went through that process, right, Yes, Rod? I did. Yes, I did. Uh, it was real easy. Real easy. You fill out the application. You get a letter of recommendation. Uh, that's pretty much it. You submit it. it and yeah, and it covers 75% of the 
cost. So um, I, I encourage anybody that's interested in getting different designations. I mean, it kind of gives you an overall background of property management, even if you've been in the business for a few years. Um, it really does educate you on the proper procedures and protocols to go through. Um, and how could we forget Karen Cottle? Hello, Karen. Karen, Karen doesn't listen to us either. Yeah, she but, does. Um, Karen, no, she told me she doesn't. She <laughs> said that she runs a property management uh, organization, but she doesn't listen. Don't get offended that she doesn't listen to the show. I might, have, she told I me. might have to send that's, her a little note asking that's what she her told to me. listen to the last show. But we still think highly of Karen, we even though she do. doesn't listen to the show. But uh, Karen is uh, actually our association executive. She basically handles everything from booking events to membership and even posting and tagging you on our Facebook account. Last week, last Wednesday, we had our installation dinner. And you better believe that within 24 hours, probably 12 hours, <laughs> there are pictures up on Facebook with people tagged in it. Nice. Uh, if you have any questions about maybe even anything IRM related or when the next event is, which we usually talk about a little later in the show, but you can give Karen a call and her phone number is 401-479-7734. That's 401-479-7734. And again, because we are live and not syndicated, you're always welcome to call us in the studio locally at 401-437-5000 or toll-free 888-345-0790. In a little bit, we're going to actually, I think Jessica actually called in, Jessica Jessica Mowry, um, who is the Assistant Director of Leased Housing and Rental Services for Rhode Island Housing. Um, So in a little bit, we're going to get to her probably when we come back when we come back sure yes i know that she has a lot to talk about and you talked a little bit with her on um uh what was it friday last friday yeah you gave her a call um and and the program that she wants to talk about is the section 811 program which speaking of karen cuddle she just sent out something to all of um the ira members she just emailed everybody a list of common questions for the Section 811 program. So um, we're going to actually maybe tackle a couple of those questions, uh, pick Jessica's brain for a little while about um, the Rhode Island housing uh, program. Did you want to add anything else to that or no? No, It seems like you covered everything. I I talk a lot. I'm sorry, Rod. All right, so I guess we can we can take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll have Jessica Mowry, right? Okay, sure. You're listening to IRAM Today, the property management show. We'll be right back after this. Now, back to IRAM Today, the property management show on AM790 WPRV. All right, it is 418 here on IRAM Today, the property management show. I'm Kristen Alien, along with my co-host, Rod Santagata. And we're live here in the studio every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. So before we left for break, we were talking, uh, we actually have Jessica Mowry from Rhode Island Housing. Jessica, are you with us? I am, thanks. Oh, hello? Hello. Did I lose you? No, nope, I'm here. Oh, okay. Great. Hi, Great. Jessica. So, Jessica, Hi. you're the Assistant Director of the Lease Housing and Rental Services for Rhode Island Housing, correct? I am, yes. Yes. So, as part of um, being involved with Rhode Island Housing, you kind of want to uh, talk a little bit about the Section 811 program. I do. Thank you so much for having me this afternoon. So, the Section 811 project is a demonstration of uh, the... I'm sorry, Jessica. Jessica, I'm sorry. We're having a hard time hearing you. Um, oh, no. Yeah. So 
Um, are you in a good section for us to hear you? I couldn't really hear what you were saying. Yeah, so I was just getting started with the background of the initiative. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of a little touch and go. Would you be able to um, maybe call us from a different line? Are you calling on yeah. a cell phone? Sure. Yes, I am, but that's, I can do it. You're not on speakerphone, are you, Jessica? No. Okay. No. Yeah, maybe, you, do you want to just dial in from, um, like, your work phone or yeah, a sure. landline, maybe? Because we're having a I little trouble. Yeah, that's fine. We can we can kind of talk a little bit about things that, um, if you want to just call us right back, me and Rod can talk about, you had talked a little bit with her on Friday, right? Yes, yes. About some of the um, initiatives. Um, I know that you have a couple of different facts and things about it, and I think these are some of the same facts that they had actually sent out uh, to some of the IRAM members as well. Um, I know that she's she, you had talked a little bit with her about yes, it, Yes, I did. So, I did, but I... I know I, you're not the expert. I'm not the expert. But so you're I don't more expert than I am, I feel like, because you talk I don't want to misspeak, and I'm, no. oh, I think she's... She's gone. She's gone. She's but she'll, she'll be back. She'll be back. Um, so I know that they have... So this is all through Rhode Island Housing, yes. correct? Yes. And it sounds like um, it, it mainly works with persons with disabilities. Yes. Yes. I guess it has to be one, at least one household member, adult household member, that has a disability. Yeah, it seems like there's a couple of different restrictions that they have. Mm -hmm. What kind of requirements do they have for owners? Oh, for owners? Yeah, it says. Um, they... Yeah, it says um, Rhode Island Housing to participate in the program. They have um, an agreement to enter into a Section 811 rental assistance contract. Um, they have a... Oh, oh, I think she might be back, She's actually. She's back, line two. I guess we can... Um, maybe yeah. leave it to the expert. Yes, maybe absolutely. more so. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like you're an expert, I'm though, Rod. An, I'm not an expert. You're I'm pretty not an expert, expert on, on this 811 proje uh, project. But we have Jessica, and she's she, back. Oh, excellent! Jessica, and I am an expert. You are an expert. <laughs> we needed the and expert, and we can hear you now. Oh, god, that's so bizarre. All right, well, so here I am, uh, and I'll just go back to the beginning. So uh, the 811. Project is a demonstration sponsored by HUD to assist um, extremely low-income folks with disabilities to live independently in the community. And the project provides a rental assistance subsidy that's linked with supportive services. In Rhode Island, so this, this initiative was spread out across the country, and um, most all states have an 811 demonstration. In Rhode Island, we were awarded... Um, just about $5.6 million to provide project-based rental assistance for 150 units uh, statewide. The, the program itself is a, um, a partnership between the Executive Office of Health and Human Services, which oversees the Department of Health and the Department of Human Services, and also the Rhode Island Department of Behavioral Health, Developmental Disabilities, and Hospitals, and of course Rhode Island Housing. In Rhode Island, uh, Rhode Island Housing administers the funds, and then the sort of the social service provider state agencies are tasked with identifying people who can live in the community, but then also ensuring that those services are available once folks 
move into their new independent home. The project uh, is capital funds. Is um, I'm sorry, it's not does not include any capital funds. It's only rental assistance. And since the goal is really community integration, only 25% of units in a development can be assisted with the Section 811. Um, and typically, we look for developments that have about five or more units, depending on the way that a project is structured. So right now, um, I'm sorry to interrupt, but so right now you have... You have um, you have apartment complexes or um, areas for this 811 assistance program to uh, be implemented? Or are you looking more for tenants to fill this program? Or are you looking more for owners to qualify to have tenants in this program? Yeah, so right, so a little bit of both. We have and we manage a, a wait list of um, applicants who have been qualified by our sister agents, our sister state agencies, um, but we've we are still looking for units to participate. So, um, property owners and managers who are interested in allocating some of their developments units. Um, Do you have any idea how many units you're looking for right now? Or uh, right now, we could use about seventy. We still wow. have. Yeah, that's that's quite a bit. So. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, a lot of the units that we've identified are under construction or they're going to be available um, through attrition. So we have to wait for people to, to move out before right. the units can be allocated. So um, so we're always looking for, for more units that are uh, more readily available because we have a lot of folks who are eligible to, to receive the subsidies and transition out of an institution and back into the community. Uh, just a quick question, Jessica. If a tenant yeah. uh, receiving the assistance moves out, where does the assistance go with the tenant or does it stay with the unit? It stays with the unit. It stays with the unit, okay. Yeah, so it's very similar to a project-based subsidy in okay. that regard. Mm -hmm. uh, but it can only be filled by another eligible tenant. Okay. Unless the contract is a, is amended, mm -hmm. of course. Yeah. So in Rhode Island, the target populations that have been identified are um, people who are transitioning out of a nursing home, and then people who may live in a behavioral health group home but don't need to. They just don't have don't necessarily have another home to go to, um, and then also people who are experiencing homelessness and have uh, chronic medical and uh, other health conditions. So, hmm. And uh, what are the qualifications to be part of this program? For, for the tenants, uh, right. they the have, tenants. Yeah. Yeah, they, so they, ha they have to be 18 to 61. They have to meet the extremely low income guidelines, and they also have to... Uh, have a disability of some sort. So um, I I come to this work as a clinical social worker, and so some, some uh, definitions of disability are more restrictive, and I really love HUDS, which says that um, as long as you have a disability that can be 
improved by access to permanent housing. Um, in most cases, you're you're eligible. So, and right um, now you have about you have like enough. I know that you had originally said that you know it's a, it's 150 units that you were looking for originally, but now maybe uh, of those 150, you're looking for 70 units. But do you have like 150 um, people that that are are meeting this requirement? These requirements. So, or? Yeah, that's a good question. This statewide, we do. Um, because people who are preparing to transition and move into their own home get really excited about the opportunity, I try to, um, I try to monitor the rate at which we accept eligible referrals from our sister state agencies just because it, I, I feel like it's a little bit of um, a dream crusher to say, oh, you know, there's this program and you can move into your own home, but not until it's built and that's going to be 18 months, you know. Right. So um, I try really hard to dovetail the, the referrals with of the units coming online and being placed in occupancy. Now, would, would this program be open to, let's say, a mom-and-pop landlord who may just have a, a duplex? Um, typically, they're supposed to the the projects are supposed to have more than five units. So, okay. if it were just a duplex, then probably not. This would be um, better suited to some to a, to a property owner that had a few more units. All right. So, would it um, have so, would it have to be a five unit or more building, or could it be a scattered? Uh, it could it could be scattered site. Okay. It could be scattered site. So we've. Um, received some guidance that we could use uh, the def- we could use it the uh, definition of a, of a project um, which includes more than five units but maybe um, they're across the street from each other or you know within a block and that's the that's the project itself okay. as opposed to just Two and the requirements of the Hold unit. Hold on, I'm sorry, Rod. We actually have to take a quick break. Oh. I, I'm going to cut you off here, Jacqueline oh my God. style. Okay. Um, but okay. we're going to we're going to Jessica. Would it be okay if you stayed with us for the next segment? Yeah, of course. Okay, perfect. All right, thank you. Um, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Irem today, the property management show. Now back to Irem today, the property management show on AM 790 WPRV. All right, it is 4.34 here on IRM Today, the property management show. I am Chris Denalian, along with my co-host, Rod Santagata. We're live here in the studio every Tuesday, this week and next week, uh, from 4 to 5 p.m. And uh, just in case you're tuning in, IRM stands for the Institute of Real Estate Management. We are the most professional group in the world world. for managing real estate. While uh, last segment, we actually uh, had Jessica Mowry who is the Assistant Director of Leased Housing and Rental Services from Rhode Island Housing. And we're going to welcome her back. Welcome, Jessica. Welcome, Jessica. Um, Now, before we left, go ahead. Before I I was so rudely interrupted by Chrissy. He was dying to get that one in. (laughs) (laughs) little zinger. I I wanted to ask you, what requirements um, does the unit have to have? Does it need to be ADA compliant? It does not. um, But, of course, we have... uh, significant demand for accessible units. Um, so it does have to meet some UPCS standards, 
um, inspection standards. Uh, so, so there are some requirements, um, not overly burdensome, though. Okay. I, I was also um, just kind of perusing a little bit of what you had sent us as far as the unit damage. And, you know, I, I'm a property manager, Rod's a property manager. So when, when we look through programs like this, of course, w one thing that's on our mind is, you know, when somebody leaves an apartment and it's damaged, how are we going to get funds back for that? And from this program, I mean, it doesn't look like there's a lot that we would be able to obtain back should there be any damage left in the unit? So it's a basic landlord-tenant law. You can keep the, uh, the security deposit um, to accommodate uh, the repair of any damages. Um, and it, there is one nice benefit, which is, uh, and it's an, an, an added bonus, I think, the vacancy payments. So this program allows for up to two months of vacancy payments. And so while HUD doesn't allow us to um, reimburse for damages, we can we can mitigate some of the harm if, uh, financially if a tenant leaves early or you're unable to fill the unit in a timely way. Okay. Yeah. So so how would a landlord um, get, in, uh, get uh, their units in this program? Do they have to contact... Rhode Island Housing, is there an application? Yeah, there's a, a rolling request for proposals on our website, which is www.rhodeislandrihousing.com. Um, or people are welcome to call me. Uh, my phone number is 401-277-1564. Or you can reach me via my email, which is jmowri at ri housing.com and also um just like reading through some of the um the i don't know the the different things that you have sent over to us to kind of prepare for this um it, it also looks like if if an if a tenant has a case manager and they're allowing us to speak with the uh, allowing a landlord to speak with the with the case manager that might be another avenue to go through as well is that correct it is. So it's not a requirement, but it's been one of the more successful uh, features of the program. So we encourage participating property managers to uh, obtain a release of information with the, the tenant and their service provider so that they can be in contact if there's a need for um, additional support. And these aren't just units that are just for uh, one disabled person. It's also a unit where, let's say, it's, it's somebody that has a disability, and um, but they're part of a family, but maybe they don't mm -hmm. meet that income requirement. So it's not just for just a, a one tenant. We're not just you're not just looking for like a one bedroom apartment or a studio apartment for for this program, correct? Primarily, we are looking for studios and one bedrooms, but there is a demand for two bedrooms. We have placed um, often uh, mother and child dyads where either the mother or the child has a disability and maybe one or the other is a caretaker. So there are situations um, and families that are eligible to participate who have uh, who, who would need a two-bedroom home, yes. And, and is the rent 30% of the household income? Yes. Okay.
And then this program, it looks like, was started in 2015, correct? In Rhode Island. Okay. And it looks like it's it's sustainable for five years, and then renewal funding is expected to maybe be for an additional 15 years? Yeah, so the... So the contracts are 20-year contracts, um, and they're subject to five-year contract renewals, depending on uh, reauthorization by Congress. So, um, as long as as long as Congress continues reauthorizing the Section 811 program, um, at which they have, and this year it actually uh, was awarded or authorized, I guess, with an increased amount. So, um, HUD seems to be very invested in it, um, but. In the event that they change tracks, there's no uh, requirement to honor the, the rental assistance contract, and um, a property manager would be able to lease up at their regular tax credit rents or whatever the circumstances were in their building. So, uh, just to, I'm throwing you a curveball here because I don't know if you know the answer here. <laughs> but um, in 2015, when this was first uh, started in Rhode Island, how many how many households took advantage of this program? How many units? So we um, it, it's been a there's been a long ramp up process. HUD required uh, each state to develop an owner's manual and um, policies and procedures, and there was a lot of process mapping that had to take place within the uh, partner agencies. So. At this point, we have about eight folks housed, and we're waiting. A lot of the um, units that we've identified are are under construction, and they're just starting to come online. So the greatest success we've had is um, collaborating with Rhode Island Housing Development Division to tap into the pipeline of um, new projects in the tax credit rounds. So... As these projects have come through, we've been able to uh, to collaborate and create sort of a seamless application process, um, and folks can take advantage of the 811 subsidy in their new tax credit programs. Yeah, I, I mean, we've talked many times on the show that there's just not enough affordable housing that's even being built in Rhode Island, so I, I understand that it's probably... Tough to find, I would think, on your end, um, uh, you know, housing that that fits these needs. Uh, yeah, but we're we're making steady progress, and uh, we're hopeful that that's a a focus of Rhode Island housing. But um, it's also something that we're working on at a more uh, in the like boots on the ground way through the eight eleven program. So, uh, I see. I see light at the end of the tunnel. Good. Good. Um, what What happens if a property owner sells the property that is receiving the eight eleven assistance? That's a really good question. I that has not happened, uh, but it's my understanding. And if this, if if we need to do some fact checking and get some form, more formal guidance, I'm certainly happy to do that for uh, anyone who's interested, but uh, it's my understanding that the contract could be amended and transferred to the new property owner, given they met the legal requirements, you know, to do business with HUD. Okay. 
And what's the turnaround time for getting payment, like on a monthly basis? So the tracks system is supposed to uh, work the way it does in all the all our other sort of uh, project-based contracts, and um, the vouchers requesting payment are due by the tenth of the month in order to receive payment that month. Okay, so that's not that's not. Bad. That's still the tenth. Yeah. That's still pretty good. Yeah, that's not but bad this, at all. Right. Yeah, when and it's the systems guaranteed. are set up. Right. Right. Yeah. Did you have anything else? Um, <laughs> and then, so once again, like, how do people get in touch with you, and how how would people sign up for the program, or if they're landlords um, that are interested in being involved in this program, how would they get in touch with you or the program? Yeah, so I'll give you the Rhode Island Housing website again. Uh, and the, the RFP, the Request for Proposals, is posted on the website. It's www.rihousing.com. My email is jmowry, J-M-O-W-R-Y, at rihousing.com. Or feel free to call me at 401-277-1564. Okay, great. Uh, did you have any other questions, Rod? Yeah, um, I just wanted to know, how long have you been involved in this program, Jessica? Well, I've actually been involved. I was involved on the EOHHS side of it when it launched uh, and then came over to Rhode Island Housing just about a little less than three years ago. So um, I've been involved with the program since 2015. Oh, excellent. Excellent. So yeah. the whole time, really? The, the whole, whole time. time. I know, from varying perspectives. So it's good that we had the expert on the show. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Because she was... She, thank you so much. Thank you very much, Jessica, for coming on. We really appreciate you uh, calling in today and calling in again today for our technical, oh, difficulties. technical difficulties. Yes. So thank, All right, take care. Thank you. Right, thank you, Jessica. Bye-bye. All right, so um, we going to take a quick break? Sure, let's take a quick break. You're listening to Iram Today, the property management show. We'll be right back. Now, back to IREM Today, the property management show on AM790 WPRV. All right, it is 447 here on IREM Today, the property management show. I'm Christine Alien, along with my co-host, Rod Santagata. We're live here in the studio every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Yes. Yes, we are. Oh, I thought you just like fell asleep on me, Rod. No, I, I didn't fall asleep. I don't know. I, I, I Sometimes I, I don't know. I know I talk a lot and I take up a lot of time, but. No, you don't. No, you don't. Uh, so that was interesting with uh, Jessica from Rhode yes. Island Housing. She had a lot to add about um, the di- the program, the 811 program, and um, different ways that tenants and both landlords can get involved with the program. Um, a little different. I I, I think I might have thrown a curveball <laughs> or two, but um, and you too with um, asking about if they sell the property. Um, but that's that's what we're here for. I that's know that we're here for. they had sent out um, kind of an email to everybody with some of the questions. Actually, some of the questions that we, we had asked on the show, Karen had just sent it out to um, all of the IRA members because they're trying to get people more involved with the program. Um, it sounds like she has eight people that are involved in the program right now and they have funding enough. It sounds like for 150. So um, she's still looking for like 70 more, she said, 70 more um, units to come available. I think she has 80 units like in the works, but they're just not built yet. Um, They're in the process of being built in like a year, a year and a half. So um, 
it'd be interesting to see if anybody asks a little bit more about that. I know that we've had Rhode Island housing on in previous um, podcasts and previous uh, previously on the radio uh, with different programs and rental assistance that they do offer and even programs that they offer for, for new home purchases. And um, But they do have a lot on their website. Uh, you should go on their website and take a look at the different programs that you could possibly qualify for, um, both as a tenant and uh, a landlord as well. Yes, yeah. they also they also have first time home buyer programs. Also, yeah. yeah. Did you did you ever take advantage of that? Uh, yes, I did. As you a matter did? of fact, yes, I did. Hmm. Yes, I, I did. wish that they had um, one of these programs when I bought my house, but they, I don't know, they didn't. I don't know. They have so much house uh, funding, and then yes. once it's it's once, done. Yes, it's once, done. <laughs> once, so, the, once the money's uh, gone, the program's done. Right. Till so, they get another allocation of money. Right. And they, uh, you can go right on their website, uh, rihousing.com, and there's a bunch of different, uh, you know, they, they even have career opportunities on there, business partners, um, all different kinds of things. Uh, it, it's a good website to go on and take a look at if you're interested in, in bo- purchasing a home or being part of the program that uh, we had talked about. They even have, I think they, if I remember right, they had something on their website um, where it like, I thought it showed, should you rent our own maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm confusing that with somebody else. <laughs> no, I, think, I think that's on their website. Um, so that was, that was interesting. So let's talk about last week. Sure. Let's talk about last week. So what did you do on Wednesday? Uh, I attended the installation dinner at the Crown Plaza. How was it? It was a incredible evening. Incredible. Incredible evening. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. nice. I actually um, first crashed the wrong party at the Crown Plaza. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> <laughs> I walked in with my toy for tot, and I was like, how come nobody else is bringing toys here? What What's up with these people? Like, I thought everybody from Iron would bring a toy. <laughs> I can't believe these people are walking in here without a toy. And me and my other property manager, Jenna, were walking in. And to the open bar. And I was like, where's I don't I don't really recognize anybody. This is weird. <laughs> and then the guy I was like, where what party is this? He's like, oh, this is the Washington Trust holiday yeah. party. And I was like, mm, <laughs> I did the I'll, same thing. I I'll did the same around. thing. I, said, I, I don't see any toys. Right. Yeah. I was like, I don't see anybody with toys. Somebody was wearing my sparkly shoes, and I was a little upset. Oh, I, and you said, oh, my God. I, was like, I can't believe I can't this. I got to go home. I got to go home. Forget this. <laughs> Let me find the right party. So I went over to the right party. Nobody was wearing my shoes, thank God. Um, but there was a ton of toys that, that were yes, collected. I yes, wish I knew how, how, much, how many toys were collected because it seemed like everybody brought at least one or two toys. I yes. feel like the whole table the was table filled. The table was packed. Yeah. The table was packed. Yeah. I feel sorry for the... Mer- the Marines who have to haul it all. I know. Out. I was like, "Where were the Marines? I missed them." Yeah, I didn't even see them. No, nope, they didn't come. No, nope. but um, it was a great event. Um, you know, kind of uh, a little, a little sad though, because Carrie Corvino um, kind of handed the reins over, mm-hmm. um, which is happy too. But uh, I, I love Carrie. She was great. She's always she's been on the show, big supporter of the show. Um, she's always been on and always peppy and um, kind of giving us the inside scoop on on the air at one time or another so um but you know there was a new uh installation of all of our new board members uh including holly rigoli who's our chapter president and um 
Jason Palermo, who is our vice president. So uh, that should be interesting for the upcoming year. I know that there's a bunch of uh, things that are planned for the upcoming year um, in January. So we look forward to those events that are going to be happening um, next year. I know that they're going to be having, um, well, actually, the first kind of event is what? The arm track. Yes. And we've talked about this a couple of times. I mean, we talk about the scholarship all the time. Uh, you can go right on our website, iramri.org, and, um, you know, get qualify for the scholarship, print out the scholarship. And, um, I, I mean, it's coming up next month. So if you can get those scholarships in um, pretty soon, I think they say like a month and a half in advance. Month and but a half. Um, this is about a month away. But it's it's a th that course is uh, the price for members is in excess of eight hundred dollars. Right. So seventy five percent of that on a scholarship. Right. Uh, would really help defray the yeah. cost. Yeah, and and maybe you're not ready to be an ARM or a CPM. You can always be an associate member with IRAM, where you just pay and you be you have access to any IRAM events. You have access to all of the tools and tips and training. And then once you become a member of, of um, IRAM, you can actually then maybe say, you know what, maybe I do want to get my ARM. And um, you can apply for it then. And, and it's actually discounted because you're already a member. Yes. Um, so you can do that. So as far as like next year, though, um, we, we do have another event that's coming up kind of a little bit after the middle of the month. What's that, Rod? That is the membership appreciation meeting. Yeah. And uh, we've gone to a few of those in the past, right? Yes. I went last year. We had it at Coal Fire Pizza the year before. I think it was at 12 acres and they had the breakfast, the breakfast. and yep. you sign up for different committees for the upcoming year. Uh, I know our young professionals group is always looking for new people to be a part of it. Um, but there's a whole bunch of different committees that you can be a part of. Um, are you a part of any other committees? Uh, I'm on the education committee. Oh, that's fun. Yes. And I probably am too old for the Young professionals. You can be part of the young professionals. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm a little too old to be part of the young professionals <laughs> trying to get these college students in. And I'm like, all right, well, I got like 16 years on you. Yeah, come on in. Um, <laughs> maybe even 18 at some points. Um, but there's a couple of different events that are happening. Our next um, young professionals event is going to be in late February. So we're looking forward to that. I think we're talking about um, possibly like a bowling night or something like that. We're actually going to have a meeting on two, on Thursday about it. So I'll know a little more uh, for next week's show. Who's on next week's show? Next week's show is Karen Rhodes. Yes. And uh, she she actually sat at my table um, for the installation dinner. She's going to have a management 101 workshop in February. I know she wants to talk a little bit about um, different kinds of, um, you know, like recruiting and things like that for mm -hmm. your properties. So I guess we're coming to our close oh, here, Rod. Really? I know you're going to miss it. I'm going to bring a box of tissues next week. But if you're interested in anything that we went over today, from designations to becoming an industry partner, you can give Karen a call at 401-479-7734. If you've missed any part of the program, you can subscribe to us on iTunes by searching for IRAM today. Or you can listen to the podcast on our website, iramri.org. That'll do it for today. That's it. We'll, we'll be, be back, back next, next week. week. Thanks for listening to IRAM today.
This episode of IRM Today is brought to you by ARS Restoration, here when you need expert help with fire, flood, and water damage repair the most. To consult with ARS Restoration specialists, please call 401-722-9595 or visit them online at arsserve.com.